Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Canon Things Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest on. It is Natalie O'Byrne, who is also my girlfriend. Natalie, welcome to the show, and thank you for coming on. Yeah, you didn't pronounce that right, though. It's O'Byrne. O'Byrne? You said O'Byrne, kind of. It sounds the same, what you just said. Wait, say it again. O'Byrne. O'Byrne. Did I say O'Byrne? Yeah, that. That's what you said. Do most people say O'Byrne? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's how it's spelled. Is it German? No, it's Norwegian. Norwegian. Very fancy. Okay, so one of the questions that I thought we could talk about first would be just tell us a little bit what you do for work and stuff. Okay, well, I work for ARP Laboratories. I am a solution specialist and I work at the hospital. Sorry, I talk quiet. Uh, I work with nurses, doctors, any care providers, and I just work on like specimen issues and like test results and like all of that stuff. And you had a dead body in your work yesterday? I did have a dead body. What happened to it? I have no idea. Oh dang. I wanted a picture of it. You saw the hand? What what color was it? Was it blue? No, so it was weird. So they like, it's not like an actual box they put them in, but it was like a, like a metal box. And all they do is like put like a sheet over it. And so like... The hand fall out? Yes, it did. I thought, I'm pretty sure it was like an old lady because her oh, hand... Geez. Like I could see her hand. And like she had a ring on too. So is there a morgue in your workplace or? So right next to our lab is like the autopsy place where we do oh. our own autopsies on it. And then they have to wheel it like all across the but hospital. But usually you don't see the bodies. No, we see bodies all the time. And like when they're doing like the autopsies, sometimes like the table will break. And so they'll have to come get a bunch of us to help them lift the body onto the new table. Ew. Yeah. Huh. So how long have you worked there? I've worked there for three years now. Wow. Three years. Mm-hmm. Has it gotten better over time or worse or the same? Uh, I think it goes like in waves. Like sometimes like I'll really enjoy it and then other times I won't just because it's very stressful. And you're still in college. Mm-hmm. So what's your degree in right now? Medical laboratory science. So that way, what when you get your degree, you'll be able to just continue working there in a different role? Yep. So you like your job then. You I must do. like it a little bit if you've been there for three years. I do. You do like it. Mm-hmm. And now you're a supervisor, right? No, not a supervisor, but I am in leadership. In leadership? Mm-hmm. So what does that mean exactly? Just like I get to sit down with other employees and I get to... like my ideas are more heard and I get more like I don't know how to word it like I just have more authority hmm. and like I can help like people listen to you differently they do listen to me differently yeah and oh, like that's good. they feel comfortable going to me so what drew you to specializing in the medical laboratory field uh, so when I first started college I was going for chemistry because I thought I wanted to be a doctor but then I changed to biomedical engineering, and I realized after a couple semesters I didn't like that either. What kind of doctor would you have been? Like a pediatrician, okay. like with little kids. Okay, anyways, what you're saying? Oh, so then after like the biomedical engineering, I was like, I knew I wanted to work in some kind of health like field, and so I was just kind of looking at like, because at the time I was at the U, so I just saw like they had a degree called medical laboratory science, and so they did like a bunch of research on that. And then I was like, oh, actually, I think I would like that. So how far along in your degree are you? Now? Yeah. About halfway. So a couple more years and you should be 
done with it then? Yeah, I'll be okay. Are you going to go on to do a master's? Yeah. In what? Uh, either forensic science or probably medical laboratory science, just like a master's degree. Okay, very nice. So has COVID changed your job since you've been there? Uh, not um, like a whole lot. Just like we wear a little more like PPE. So like we always have masks and face shields and gloves and stuff on. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it changed. But the work that you do doesn't do have to do with COVID? No, it does. Like I handle a lot of like COVID swabs and like I have to like take care of a lot of issues if they're not ordering things right. And so you have more work because of COVID? Yeah. That's kind of what yeah. I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Like our volumes have increased a lot. So like right now we're trying to get more employees and we just got approved for two more full-time employees. But aren't you struggling to find people to do it that are not just more, a little more than having a heartbeat, I would say? Yeah. Like having yeah. decent employees? Yeah. I mean, it is entry level, like my department is. So like... How much does it pay? Starting. Uh -huh. So for people coming in, they'd be a processing technician and they make... Uh, close to $14 I think it's like $13 and like 32 that's not bad if you need a job there's a good job opening right there yeah yeah why didn't you explain what medical laboratory science is for people like me who have no idea what you do for work <laughs> so a medical laboratory scientist is someone who works with <laughs> the results and just so like in my department we have uh, because it's only the university division we have a chemistry hematology and coagulation department so those are just like the different types of tests that we do. But like our main facility has like molecular biology, like oncology, just like so many different like fields you could go into. So what is exactly that you do? Like what I do at work or like what yeah, I would like do? Yeah, like what your lab does. So we're considered like a stat lab. So we just do all inpatient like testing. So like anyone that's admitted to the hospital, we handle all of their like results. And like a stat lab is like, <clears throat> sorry, we have to have results done within like an hour of when they get sent to us. Whereas so what results, what testing are you doing? Like blood work? Yeah, we do blood work. We do urine. We do. What about when you got that hand? What is that all about? <laughs> so we have a pathology department. So anytime we get like body parts, they get sent over to them because they have to do some t like sort of like autopsies on it and see like what caused like the infection and all that. So how long had you lived in Heber? Like you say you grew up there basically. So how long have you lived there? I kind of grew up there. Like there would be parts like of my life where I lived in different places. But I would say like majority of my like childhood was in Heber. Because Heber's a pretty small town, although mm -hmm. it is growing. Like yeah. any thoughts about that? Uh, yeah, definitely when I was younger, it was not as busy or full of people as it is now. Mm. And I would say that growing up, because my dad had grown up there his whole life, everyone already knew who I was. And so, like, that's, I don't know, interesting. Yeah, my great-grandparents lived there. Mm -hmm. And they were mad when uh, fast food joints started popping up in Heber because the, at that point yeah. they thought that the or city the was growing too big. Mm-hmm. When did the Walmart go in? That's pretty new, isn't it? It is new. I feel like it was in like 2014. I didn't even know there was a Walmart there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they have a, they have like a sporting goods store and some other things like that. Now. I mean, it's still a pretty hick town. But it's a very it's, hick. It's growing up a little bit. A little bit. Because it's gotten quite a bit bigger. Yeah. And... Like the main road is so busy. I remember growing up, mm -hmm. like I learned to drive there. 
and it was not as busy. Whereas like now, like making a left turn on Main Street is awful. It's got to be in part due to the growth of Park City and Utah County. Yeah. Because it's kind of, I mean, if you're going to Utah County Mm -hmm. from like the eastern side of the state, you're probably going to end up going through Heber. Yeah. Or if you're going from Park City or if you're going from Utah County to Park City, you're going to end up in Heber. So Park City's gotten a lot bigger too. Did you visit Park City a lot when you were a kid? Yeah, because there used to not be a Walmart in Heber, so we'd always go to the Walmart in Park City. How many siblings do you have? I have five siblings, so I have an older sister, two older brothers, and then an identical twin. Um, and so since you're a twin, like I, I can imagine most people wouldn't have any idea what that's like, especially mm-hmm. being an identi- identical twin. So what were some of the best and worst parts of being a twin? <laughs> I don't know, just uh, very cliche, but like growing up with the best friend, like that was nice because my siblings were a lot older than we were. So like the youngest age gap was nine years. So like I didn't really grow up with my older siblings. So it was nice to have someone. So that was one of the better parts. Yeah. And then like in high school, I would call her like my friend me because (laughs) just like like, cause when you're younger as a twin, your personalities are a little like similar because you're dressing the same and like your parents are making you do the same, like extra, like extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. But then like when you get older, I like, we started dressing differently in probably third grade. And so then we started to express ourselves differently when we got to dress different. And then like in high school, I was really into art and she was really into like woodworking and just like different different yeah different things and that was when you became a little more enemies if you consider yourself friend enemies like yeah what were so what were some of the worst parts of that or what kind of made you enemies in that sense it's just like having someone know exactly how to push your buttons and like Mm -hmm. doing it for enjoyment you know and I, i do the same thing to her too so you guys are kind of like little devils yes to each other yep just mm. like torture yeah, I can each other. imagine that that would make each other torture. And like we shared a room for our entire childhood too until I t- we turned 18. Mm. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so I remember like one of our biggest fights every night was like who was going to turn out the light. So. Because you both didn't want to or you hated Yeah. We would both be or... in bed and oh, okay. she'd be like, well, you're closer to the light. And I'm like, okay, well, I always turn it out. So I don't want to. And so, like, that would be a fight. Like, just reasons to fight. You would mm-hmm. find them. Or if she'd want to go to bed, but I still had homework to work on, she'd get mad. Mm. So. So then, kind of, like, some animosity grew between the two of you. Yeah. Hmm. And, like, learning to drive together. We shared a car. So, just, like, all the things. Like, never having, like, our own things. Can you tell us, like, a little bit about some of your interests? Like, you mentioned art. Mm-hmm. Did you, like, what specifically with art? Did you do any, like, contests or things with art what have you done so I've been like really into art since I was a child I remember like in uh, kindergarten I believe I like they had a contest for us to do like an illustrated book and so I did one and I called it runaway pie and so I actually won first place for that in kindergarten wow yeah and then like I was always really interested in we had a program called meet the masters where they'd come in and introduce like a famous uh, artist and they'd mm-hmm. have us do some sort of art piece like that correlated with it. And then I would take like uh, 
like watercoloring classes during the summer and just like in high school I was in like all like the advanced art classes so I do ceramics like jewelry like painting drawing so and have you kept any of that up since graduating high school no not since really no not since we painted well you gotta keep doing that then yeah I mean if you were I mean you are really good like I probably paint art is certainly not my speciality (laughs) but uh, I probably paint on like a second graders level to be f- nice to myself. Yeah, my like, mom asked me if I was teaching a fifth grader when she okay, saw fifth the grader. <laughs> so when she saw the pictures we painted together. Yeah, I feel like my art level has never increased mm-hmm. since like the age of seven. Mm-hmm. But yours, um, I mean, most people can't even dream of having that good of like even just having the steady hand that some of that requires or. Mm-hmm even just coming up with those types of ideas because I think yeah. you can come up with those ideas and I'm just like, um, I can do a, a square. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So what was your favorite way to express art, like create art? What is your favorite medium? Uh, I really liked, <clears throat> sorry, I really liked ceramics. So I took, I think, three or four ceramic classes in high school. And like I was even the TA for the teacher, like my junior year. I really, yeah, I really liked it, but it just like, it hurts your hands a lot. Mm -hmm. Just like the amount of strength that it takes. But also I really enjoyed like watercolors too. That's why I took like a bunch of classes on it. What is your favorite holiday memory or tradition? Hmm. I don't know. We didn't really, like, I don't remember Christmas being something we celebrated until I was a teenager. Like. Did you grow up Christian? No, I did not. Technically. I don't know. What did you grow up? Did you grow up any religion or just kind of non-religious? Uh, so like when I was a child, like probably around the age five, like we were like Southern Baptist for a minute. Because <laughs> you were in Oklahoma or? No, I was in Wyoming at that time. Oh. Yeah. And so like every Sunday we'd go to like this like church class that my grandparents would send us to. Mm. And then, uh, then I, when I moved back to Utah and started living with my mom again, my dad would make us go to uh, like LDS church, and so then I got baptized. And then, like, how old were you when you got baptized? I was nine. Okay. I think isn't the age eight when you're like eligible yeah, to? Technically, the youngest is eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Are you still technically a member then, if you got baptized? Yes, technically. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so then what other religions did you? Because you didn't stay Mormon after that. Right? No. Or like you didn't, you weren't visiting as much. So Mm-mm. what else, what other churches had you gone to or? I didn't go to any churches, but I, when I was about 13, I thought I was an atheist. Okay. I don't know that I would describe myself as one now. Yeah. In fact, that's one of the questions that was requested for this is, <laughs> is uh, what, what do you believe now? I would say I'm definitely still spiritual. I don't know if I necessarily believe in like a God, but I do. I do believe. But you're not atheist. No, I don't think I would be atheist now, no. Well, technically you might still be... Some form. Some form of atheist, atheist. but that's... I guess that's kind of... Depends how you define atheism, because if you... Mm-hmm. If you want to be technical, then atheism is can still allow for belief in God, but... Yeah, exactly. But I don't think that that's really fair to make people assume that either because Mm -hmm. really atheism is just like 
not believing in God. Or at yeah. least that's what narrow atheism is. So you're not that. So you're maybe like a mix of agnostic, spiritual, mm-hmm. and like a little bit Mormon. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still baptized. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because they hold your records in. Mm-hmm. Basically, unless you were specifically They still request. send me birthday cards. They do? <laughs> they do. I've never gotten a birthday card. That's not fair. <laughs> birthday cards, huh? Yeah. Like, just like, hey, this is from your local bishop. Yep. Happy and birthday. They're like, happy birthday. Do and they then give they you, say, like, treats or something? No, just a birthday card. Hmm. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I guess. Also kind of creepy if they know exactly where you live still. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they send your address whenever you move to the new bishop. They do. Which I have no idea how we get that information. Yeah. Um, they kind of just follow you around where you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, maybe if, I know that your favorite holiday, I mean, we kind of spiraled to religion there. Uh, so, but your favorite holiday specifically is Halloween. Mm-hmm. So how did that come about? Like, why did Halloween become your favorite holiday? And what do you like so much about it? I don't know. It's just... That's the one that I remember the most as a kid. It's just being so excited to get dressed up. And then I would like get to go out with my friends and go trick-or-treating. Whereas like Christmas, I don't really... like. It was never really my favorite growing up. Yeah. And Halloween isn't about as much family as Christmas mm-hmm. is. So. Yeah. And I would always describe it as like... With Halloween, I get to set like the expectations for what like what I want to do for the year. Like if I go to haunted houses, if I go trick or treating, if I dress up, like, and I can't be disappointed. Whereas like Christmas, I feel like there's like there can it's be. It's not really up to you for Christmas. It's mm-hmm. up to your family. Uh-huh. But with Halloween, you can basically do exactly what you want. I can do. do my own thing. Yeah. Plus, you are your sense of humor, and just in general you like to be scared a little bit i do i do like being scared or you like i mean you work in a hospital like you can you kind of have the stomach for some of the more morbid things Mm -hmm. especially in halloween where there's a lot of death and things like that Um, like let's say a hollywood makeup producer Mm -hmm. to to make you the perfect (laughs) costume for you that Uh you could use for halloween what would you choose probably like a really cool vampire because that was the most consistent costume i did growing up like, I would always okay. want to be a vampire. Any specific variation of a vampire? Because in certain movies, sometimes they're portrayed different ways. But Probably like a creepy one with blood and everything. Not like a Twilight vampire. Okay. So this is kind of a broad question, but what would you say some of your favorite things are? Like your favorite color, your favorite animal, your favorite food? Those types of things. So my favorite color would be like a forest green and black, obviously, because I wear that all the time. Uh, but your top favorite's forest green. Forest green for sure, but okay. that that's always changing. Like before this, it was some form of like purple. So know? how long has it been forest green? I would say within the last year, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. I don't know. It's I feel like green's a happy color. Yeah, it's a color of nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some nature, I guess. Trees. It's like a very like comforting color. It was also my grandpa's favorite color too. So. Mm. And your favorite animal? Probably a lion. I like. No, I lied. I really like uh, sea lions. Is that what we saw in Washington? What was that? Pretty sure though that was a sea lion. Yeah, sea lions. I just think they're so cute. So that's your new favorite now. Yeah. Now that you saw one. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cute. So <clears throat> basically, when we went to Washington, 
we went on a little trip together to like Seattle area mm-hmm. and we were at this coffee shop right by the ocean and there's this boardwalk that goes it was a little bit north of Seattle I can't remember the town name um, but there's a little boardwalk that went right over the water and at some point during the walk we saw and like there's kind of a crowd gathering of the sea lion that was um, it was either playing or mm-hmm. hunting a school of fish because it seemed like it was chasing them and trying like initially it seemed like it was just hungry and trying to eat the school of fish that was was... swimming around and going through it but then sometimes it almost seemed like it was playing with it Mm -hmm. so maybe it was doing both i think it was putting on a show for its crowd (laughs) because it would come up and it would uh, breathe right over the water so the water would go right like right at its nose level is the water so you could hear it really you could really hear it breathe and it, it was, was adorable <laughs> and it looked it had the face of like a little puppy it did but like the body of like you know a sea creature I guess <laughs> and it was just so adorable it was so adorable like I legitimately had the thought like I wonder if you could have one of those as a pet mm-hmm. so cute um what's your favorite food Probably tacos from this place in uh, Salt Lake called Chungas. Chungas? Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm, you haven't been there, have you should try it. Us, but yeah, yeah. You <laughs> should. Well, I think we went there. We we've had that. Right? Yeah, we've had that. that yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think it was Why too it spicy favorite? for you. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I don't think. Well, maybe it was. I can't. I don't. I don't think we ate that much that day, though. I know we I didn't. We that hungry. Mm-hmm. Um. So why? why is it your favorite, though? Why is that specific taco? I mean, because you can get tacos pretty much every two miles in Utah. Yeah, I mean, less. that's my favorite place in Salt Lake that I've found. Uh, like, where I grew up Heber. There's a place there that, like, is my favorite, too. Okay. So you have, like, localized favorites. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was good having you on, and I think it'll be good for some of my audience to have some of their questions answered about you. Yeah. Because they've all wanted <laughs> to know a little bit about Natalie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course.